Welcome, everyone. This is episode 36 of The Lookout. Hey. I, myself, and Meals. I'm here with the Platinum Chanel boy, Jeff himself. Yeah. And What's we up? are here to discuss the most incredible, the most fan- fantastic, the most spectacular. I mean, just the wonderful world of Dragon Ball, man. It doesn't... I mean, every week for me, it feels... Yeah, we're, we're making Dragon Ball look like it shit just came out. Right? It, it feels good to me. You're just talking yeah. about it, isn't it? I, I hope it feels good for people listening to I, it. Yeah, I'm hoping people are like, let me run this back because it's it's interesting enough. Uh, But you know what? We're here to talk Dragon Ball. We're here to talk anime. We're here to talk a whole bunch of things. We have yeah. a special guest on the line. I'd like to welcome everybody. My brother. Our brother. RNC. <laughs> yeah, new RNC. New hey. RNC. Damn, is is it is this the is this really like the is this it is this the red carpet blue this carpet is, is the blue carpet this is the blue carpet I guess um, blue carpet treatment. Listen, we got Jamal on the line. Jamal, what's good, bro? My black brothers, how are y'all doing today? What's going on, man? We here, we chilling, we live. This is good. This is a wild urban intro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, I'm in with the wild. I'm chilling. Hey, what's popping with you, my G? Like, shit. Yeah, blue carpet treatment. Facts. Hey, uh, we we just gonna turn this into the the source awards. <laughs> we just talk about, well, we about Dragon Ball. Like, uh, a little bit, a little bit. Listen, we're here. Shout out to Jamal. Thank you for coming through always um no problem no problem at all happy to be here it is our second week of covering the tension on saga i want to say shout out you know shout out for last week's show our debut episode of season five with, yeah. with rainy yeah. my god awesome Yo, awesome episode so all right here's what's crazy so i listened to that episode on the plane mm-hmm. um, flying here and uh because i'm in chicago and I was on the plane, so hyped in my chair because of that conversation just around anime, and I was like <laughs> trying to contain it <laughs> in this like tiny ass spot. I was like, like just listening y'all talk and like just about every day. I was just hyped as hell. I was like, bro, like it was just crazy. That episode was dope. That was yeah, the, the flow, the flow was amazing on that. So shouts, rainy, shouts, shouts, us. Can I can I tell you? Can I tell you, after that podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little peek into my life and things like that. After that podcast, first of all, me and Jeff were so happy with <laughs> how it went. After we cut off. After, after we, cut, we off. cut off, we were like, that was so good, man. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, my I'm, God. I'm glad nobody heard that conversation we had. No, because we, we were like fucking kids. We were giddy. So yeah, yeah, 100%. after that, let me tell you this. I leave where I'm recording at. I leave the studio that I'm recording at. I'm like doing, I'm like, I gave a homeless person change. I fucking, there's this kid whose ball rolled out into the street. I got it for him. Like, it was just, <laughs> you such a good, vibrant, like, yeah. positive mood that I was in after that. Because, like, a discussion about anime, you can't really replicate that. You can't replicate, especially if you're anime fans or especially if just, and just, you know, we're not critical about it. We mm. appreciate about it. There are things we are critical on. Don't get me wrong. We don't yeah. like to be even even our favorites. Even right, our, right. We even don't, this. Even this. We don't like to be played with or being you know thought as we're stupid or anything like that. But overall, we're appreciative of like what it's meant to our childhood, mm-hmm. what it's meant to our adulthood, yep. what it's meant just for the amount of hours you know, that we put in watching it. Man, I like again. I, and I I keep going back to this Pokemon thing, but bro, I have a I, you gotta understand. I got a ten year old brother. Okay, so, you know, to hear him reference things that I referenced when I was 10, when I was seven, when I came out, I was seven years old when that shit got popular. So it's just crazy even thinking about that. Like at some point, my my kids, you know, will be able to watch Dragon Ball Z and be like, 
what is you know it's just it's just a crazy concept like how things last years and years and years and it does make me feel extremely old but you know it's part of the game man yeah bro i like i actually just like introduced my daughter to pokemon she's three and she like fell in love with it like she was running around the house going pika pika and like it was just so crazy i'm like dang man this is something that like even to this day that i still love and enjoy is like watching you know just my own enjoy it too it's crazy it's a weird crazy for real so it's yeah man that conversation bro just 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 hearing you guys just hearing like other um no, just regular cool dudes just be like, man, this is why I enjoy this so much. Being honest about it. Yeah, just being honest you know? about it. Like, man, listen, I enjoy this, man. Like, this stuff is fun to me. You know, regardless if, you know, sometimes you get those duds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens. It happens. Well, in terms of, you know, talking about duds and just, like, memories and things like that, we, like, of course, you know, with every sort of new guest, this is your first time to the show. Congratulations. Oh, uh, thank you. Won't be your uh, last. Won't be your last. Won't be your last. Episode thirty six. But we 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 definitely like. And I, if you heard the rainy episode, you know what we like. Every part, every new person, we like to get their intro story in Dragon Ball and kind of how you got into it. How you got into Dragon Ball, maybe anime in general. Um, just that sort of story of like, how'd you do it? All right. So it's kind of like a two part story. So uh, when I was younger. Uh, we used to, me, my mom, and, like, my sister, we would come down to Chicago a lot because I have family from Puerto Rico, and they lived in Chicago, so we'd go visit them. And, you know, I have, like, on, like, my Puerto Rican side, I really don't have a lot of cousins my age. So I was always with, like, my older cousins. And I, I was younger, my grandma watched all of her TV in Spanish, and I was like, I can't understand this, bro. So I would go downstairs, and they would have all these, like, just tapes and DVDs of um, just anime stuff. And so I would just pop those in and just watch those. And I was like, well, these are the closest thing to cartoons I got. Yeah. So I would watch it. And um, you know, at the time, I was, like, really young. So I didn't really get to understand it. But I think that was, like, really my introduction, though, to, like, this style of, you know, this TV. And, like, and so that was kind of, like, my early introduction. But I really started, like, falling in love with Dragon Ball because me and my sister – we legit had a shared TV. We had two separate rooms. So literally, we would have to carry this TV to our room. It was one of the TV with, like, the big butts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, big, but it was still heavy as hell. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I would, um, I would take it from her room at nighttime, and I would watch Toonami in my room. And that's when I really started falling in love with Dragon Ball. And I was like, holy shit, like, what is this like these dudes are beating the absolute hell out of each other and they're transforming and what is like i was just crazy you know like just watching it and uh yeah that's when i really started falling in love like dragon ball it's like like the perfect it's it's just something about being that age or being a specific age and then you start watching that shit you're just like so amazed by the content and the words <laughs> you're just like why is this shit so dope like for real and it's like even just i think one thing for me too was like the character design like even like the kids on there you're like yo this is like the coolest looking motherfucker yeah. i've ever seen in my life 
like it's never it's never like it's never too i feel like there's the medium of it right it's like sometimes you may listen to a certain song that is directed towards a specific demographic or you know you may watch a movie even that is you know catered towards women or whoever men in general whatever but for some reason man one thing that i've i've noticed is like it just anime in general a lot of times anybody can really like get into it and it is it, there like this nice medium there where it doesn't nothing even scenes even emotional scenes where i i cry you know over animation uh or lovey scenes or whatever like they create these shows like they're trying to win you know <laughs> huge awards you know what i mean like it, it's just the content is unbelievable i think that's what people need to understand like it's not just visually a cartoon you know there's a lot of story uh, and a lot of emotion attached to it yeah there is and you know it's crazy just watching not even just dragon ball like you said just anime in general like how deep they get sometimes <laughs> you just got like dang bro like i thought it was just about i'm telling you yeah, it flipped the whole script in you like 20 episodes later you know or 20 episodes in somebody's dead and then 20 episodes ago you were thinking this was some cute adventure about you know whatever some kid you know some cute kid who has a cute friend and they go off together and then a, a year later one of them's dead i feel like <laughs> i feel like that's basically like because we've grown up with like american cartoons for so long mm-hmm. and just the plot and and sort of the premise and everything for sort of american cartoons are so like surface level yeah and it's you not can that kind of figure it out really it's fast. not that they're bad yeah. no, but no. it's like you grow up you know there's the you eventually you'll watch a cartoon like oh somebody's trying to save the earth or <laughs> or even though it's, it's like rugrats or it's like mm-hmm. they're just kids getting in trouble there's new yeah. adventure every day exactly, exactly. and like things surface level like that but you never really truly realize how far that people that we can sort of take things and maybe even as you get older you get to watch more shows that kind of dive more into that i think mm-hmm. probably one of the first experiences i had with that well, i was like yo there's this like you know, when I was watching Adventure Time, I was just like, whoa, there's this whole other level of, like, dark yeah. and, like, yes. craziness yes. to that deepness, show. Deepness. It's, like, it's very, very deep. It's very, it's very It's written layered. like an anime, no? Like, like yeah, the, I it the is. Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network actually did, did that a good bit. I don't know if people, like, well, I don't want to say Cartoon Network because they are the company, but the writers of these shows and even regular show, regular show, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Adventure Time. Uh, I don't know if you guys were in the Steven Universe. Steven Universe is one of the deepest shows, like. So I've heard a lot about it. I've never it's watched really it. It's really good. Uh, but, like, they, the storytelling is damn, it's borderline, like, anime-esque. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and I truly. Think that really comes with how big anime has become in general just in you know pop culture yeah like, film film live action is is what it is I, I told a homie a few uh a few years ago i said you know at some point man don't get me wrong i mean superhero movies are probably always gonna do well and sell well but hollywood's gonna be looking somewhere else right you know? and, and, yeah, and, like and you know you... these stories are already told and they're already in depth and they're already very very good now you just got to put 200 million dollars beside it you and... know I think is, uh, you know, I want to give props to all the creators who at least like, listen, we don't want to sell the show. We could sell the stupidest show ever. Um, 
and not to say these shows are stupid but like shows like spongebob have made money forever like it it just is what it is but you want to be able to be a formative part of people's actual lives and take them through the journey and then actually have them grow up with the show i mean i feel like you 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 go through these things and you learn about these different relationships with people some people some kids may find out about love for the first time watching an anime and just how strong this can actually be (laughs) or like or or like how truly destructive someone can be to themselves or to others around them by just really absolving and, and and absorbing the things that come from anime and a lot of other different shows it's kind of up to the creators to decide like yo let's put a little bit more into this let's put a little bit more into just the yeah. plot and like the weight and like everything sort of moving forward to that because uh you know, we owe it to our audience to make a smarter audience. We don't owe it to sort of continue to dumb down society and make it this continued like microwave kind of, you know, society where it's just like, okay, it's turning in, turn out. It's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. We owe it to we owe it to people to give them, you know, give them these experiences and teach them things and have them feel things that they never felt before. And I think that's what a lot of anime, even sort of even in my years now i'm just starting to get into anime now a lot more anime and i'm just like whoa this is kind of and i and i can appreciate it now being almost like 30 years old i can appreciate it in a different way and i can appreciate it for entirely in the totality of it all whereas maybe as a kid i didn't now i i wouldn't have then but i can appreciate it now i'm like whoa this is great storytelling and i kind of wish i would have had this maybe when i was 15 years old or maybe when i was 16 years old so you know i think it's an incredible thing anime is very special it's very dope dragon ball is very as far as three of us i feel like there's a number of like qualifications to be a very very cool friend of mine and one of them is very just one of them is dragon ball and knowing it um others like you know pokemon wrestling etc etc and got two other people in the room who i couldn't be more excited to talk about this with um what other animes are you into jamal like what would you say your other animes you're like yo i really love this um i'm a huge cowboy bebop fan um i think that was like like obviously dragon ball was like the big popular one but like cowboy bebop was the one where i was like holy shit like this is what like anime is and my mind was blown um so I love to go, always uh, go back to that. Uh, I did a rewatch of Hunter Hunter. Shout out to Jeff. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be trying to get everybody to understand my pain and understand my <laughs> happiness, and that's the only way. That's the only way I feel like I can explain it to you. Like if I tell you in person, or like if you listen to my music or whatever. But like, man, if you really want to like just kind of like, man, that Hunter Hunter shit, man, shit changed my life, bro. That yeah, um, going back and rewatching it is very funny to like pick up on the little things that i did not catch like the first time i watched it it's a lot to it's a lot of it's a lot of show like it's not i don't think you can kind of cover it at all and experience it all in one watch i I, i've watched it once and i'm like i got i kind of got to go back because like i feel like i'm missing shit yeah there's a lot of components to that show man and like there's so many connecting things and like the the best part about that show is that they got all these things but it doesn't feel like too much like you know how sometimes some animation to just throw too much yeah, at they, you they, they like, separate and they pace fairly well I, mean, I think there's things that like people were frustrated with um and i think a lot of that was was 
if you read the manga, it's like a lot of things are the way they're paced. You understand it more. I've I've, yeah. I've read I've read the books. I've read where they're at currently, uh, and I've obviously seen the whole anime, and I've watched the the older anime, you know, the one before uh, this one, uh, and I enjoy all of them, but the manga is by far really like you get you get a lot in it, but um, obviously, you know, when I got to the Chimera uh, arc, that was kind of the one that I had realized I was watching a masterpiece. Like I had enjoyed it previously i mean i enjoyed everything coming up to it i even greed island i ended up after watching it a few times i appreciated it more but man that 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 last arc in the anime was for me just it was just too much in a good way Mm -hmm. and and i think you know at some point we'll get around on this podcast to speaking about various other animes more in depth um well, right now, you know, Mills, I was thinking about that too. Talk I was about thinking it. About that, and I, I think you and I, I think real quick, I just, you know, we're gonna plan something in time, but I think you and I should, could definitely uh, give people a piece of our minds when it comes to uh, my hero and Hunter Hunter. I think that would would be kind of cool. But we'll, we'll we'll discuss some preliminaries later. Listen, we'll discuss it all, but what we're discussing now, we're discussing. Yeah. Tian Shinhan Saga. Tian Shinhan Saga of the Lookout. Yeah. Um, Tian Shinhan Saga of Dragon Ball. And then, you know... A last... top three saga. Is it, it, really? Ooh. Ooh. Hey, man. I'm t- this Tian shit is really dope, Mills. Like, I, no, I was this tripping. Is, I was listen, tripping, like, as a kid. I really was. I think my favorite thing about this saga is that this was really just about two cats just wanting to throw hands. Like, this is what, like, there's no earth on the line, really. Like, no, no one's trying to die. Or no, like, you're trying to kill each other, but it's like, the world isn't at stake. You know? Right, right. This isn't like some big bad villain comes, like, I'm about to blow up your earth, and, you know, it's just, it's just straight martial arts. Like, get I don't, it. It's just two cats is just like, bro, I want to throw hands with you. That's it. Like, let, let's, let's get busy. All right. Well, well, listen. I I hear your excitement, Jamal. So I have a proposition for you. All right. We play this game called Last Time on the Lookout. <laughs> oh my god! You were gonna do that shit to him? We play this game called Last Time on the Lookout. Well, first of all, he's the one who admitted yes. He listened to the last podcast. No, no, he, he watched he it. That. That's true. It's a top three have, art. Have, it's a it's a I have there, no problem. There's so many things that he's talked about that I'm just like, you get 30 seconds, of course. There's so many things he's talked about that I'm like, man, you know who it, you know what? Maybe, maybe myself and Jeff need a week off from the last time on the lookout. Maybe it's time for us to, 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 this is a true initiation. How, let's say that a true initiation. Last time on the lookout, it's to the point where I just want to hire the guy that actually does it to do it for us. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what? We might have we might have a prospect here. We we got to play last time on the lookout because, you know, it's just an it's an all time game. Jamal, are you ready? All right, all right. I think I'm ready. You think you're ready? Do you think you're I ready? Think I'm ready. All right. I'm gonna give you one more seconds, second. Right? It's thirty seconds. It's thirty seconds. This is it's a, it'll be a breeze. Trust me. Thirty seconds. It'll be a breeze. <laughs> thirty seconds. We're now playing last time on the lookout right now. All right, so last time on the lookout, um, the tournament starting all over again. Everybody's pulling up. Everybody's wondering where Goku's at. So Goku pulls up, running. 
for some reason he swam halfway across the world but yeah did that and then so they go um sign for a tournament and then master roshi sees his like enemy homie uh from the train school and uh you get this like look at tien and tatu and he's like yo they're strong so then they do <laughs> the ghost time <laughs> ah, you're good <laughs> no you you your build up your build up it reminded me of one piece you know you're getting there it's just like <laughs> just get there please just get he jamal was you were so hard to get there. He's like, you was. I was, saying, I was trying to remember everything so much. I don't know. Nah, it's thirty seconds, no, you, bro. You was, you, I, I see. I see the point. If you had, if you had sixty seconds, you would, you would, you would have got there. I saw. You I saw where been. you were at. I saw where you were heading. Listen, how many takes do you think it takes that actual dude to do that? <sighs> he probably oh knocks it out. God. He's probably so used to it nowadays. Yeah, yeah. But it's I mean, like two hundred ninety some episodes of Dragon Ball B. Yeah, we do it off the dome though. Usually, so I mean, I, I at least I, I. I don't write anything down when I do it, at least. So I don't write anything down, man. I'm ready. Listen, I've messed up. I know up. that dude probably has crazy cliff notes. I've messed up plenty of times on last time in the Bro, lookout. Can you imagine like them recognizing his voice? It's like, oh, can you recap Dragon Ball Z for me? Like, just yo, man, recap the last four years of the <laughs> of, of, of Obama's term. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have him uh, read my yeah. sure. last time on Jeff's life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god, thing, um. Last time on the lookout, oh, yeah. what's we, up, man? We here. here. I think the last time we talked about, at least what we capped off was, was the you know the very one sided battle between Tien and Yamcha. I want to ask Jamal if he has any thoughts on this because it's just so critical and sort of really getting across the character of Tien and getting across the brutality of it and just everything. Sort. Of, I mean, I think you know the three of us last episode we wrapped it up very nicely but i would like to get your thoughts on it in terms of what do you thought about that battle um i thought that it was a really dope battle but like you guys said that really was the beginning of the end for yamcha mm-hmm. like it, it legit just gradually gets worse and worse for him as the series goes on and the, like you really could key that point as just the beginning of the end for him but it was just weird because they made him they like made him look so strong right for a good part of that battle and then it was just at the end he just gets smoked <laughs> and I don't they know gave they gave young like, child too dope of a design man he his design is too dope and i think like <laughs> they misinterpreted the design because he looks like he should be competing with everybody still in super right i mean yeah i mean quite honestly um you know, Yamcha's out. Yamcha's officially out. His leg is broken. He's unconscious. He gets sent to the doctor's office. But now we have to start sort of the next match in this entire thing. And it is the Man Wolf versus Jackie Chun. And yes, Man Wolf. This is how we're starting this episode off, guys. I mean, we we gushed a lot about Man Wolf. Is he a man? Is he part man? Is we, he part we wolf? Him we can give him extra 30 seconds extra. We should have. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, bro. It's a it's a layered character. I don't know. He is, he is layered though, oddly enough. Yeah. He's he's layered. Have we figured out if he was in um if he was the same I, man wolf? Okay, well, okay. he got he Listen. got hot for being called a uh, wolf man, right? Like he got mad at He the did. Officer. He did. But listen, listen. I I went and checked out um I think it was it was Bojack. It was uh it was Bojack. It was one one of the Bojacks. It was Unbound. It was Bojack Unbound. Yes, yes. And now he's list. It's it, it, he's there's a character in the film with a less bit of a design. Like the design is not the same, mm-hmm. but 
Uh, it, it's technically, I don't think the character is listed as man wolf, but fans have kind of just accepted that it, it is. They've made, they've made him man wolf. This, whoever this guy is in Bojack Un, Unbound, uh, the design is different, but obviously it, the time frame is different too. So I don't know. I'm going to say it's him. Um, man wolf has a large grudge against um, Jackie Chan for something that happened a, a long ago at the last tournament. He hates that nigga. But three years ago. He and there. Um, Tien finds out beforehand. I don't know. He just he just does. Um, and hopes that okay, let's see what let's see what Jackie Chun has to kind of offer in this entire thing. Now, what do you guys think was this kind of point behind this Man Wolf versus Jackie Chun? It ends in a pretty non-conventional way, especially for a martial arts tournament. Mm-hmm. I feel well, actually, I feel like all these kind of matches end in a very unconventional way, especially in yeah, the first but, round. Yeah, I feel like this was some type of. I guess I don't. I mean. I, think it I guess like, it's, like, it's, it's some kind of comedy relief, but I don't really know if it's like, I don't know, man. It's very like still to me. It's just, it ha- it happened because it ha- had yeah. to. I, uh, yeah, I feel like the same way. I think it's like, I wouldn't call it comedic relief, but it's like, here's a, it's like they're trying to give us some type of comedy because they knew it was just going to gradually get way more serious as well, the series goes on. So they're kind of like, hey, here's like a comedic episode here. Yeah, I think, you know what, I do, I think it's a little bit of comic relief because of what happened in the previous episode. Like, Yamcha gets essentially yeah, destroyed. The, 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 leg, yeah, the, leg, like, the nasty leg is... The, the, tone, the tone eventually has to shift, so they kind of, you know, add in this Jackie Chun character and also Man-Wolf. I think Man-Wolf's entire beef from being three years ago, and it's not even a beef of over, like, he killed my family or, you know, yeah. I, he's beaten me, like, two times and I gotta get back to him. It's like, yo, you destroyed yeah. the moon and now I'm a wolf forever, man. Yeah, like, why like what is wrong with you? Wait, like, I can, like, the true underlying emotion under that still was, I'm a wolf and I can't get honeys anymore. Like, this really <laughs> was just a battle of horniness. Like, you put the two horn- <laughs> It really was. Wow. It, like, it was the two horniest dudes in the tournament just battling against each other. Like, yeah, I did was, not think about it like getting, that. But... Rosie was getting distracted, like, the whole time. Because he, I, I, he, he knew that man wolf i mean i don't know how man wolf got there as opposed to like dinosaur man or like dog you know all the characters in dragon ball that you just kind of see off screen like cat boxer whoever like man wolf gets here he has a beef with jackie john i assume he trained to get here because it just is i assume so the hate was just so strong that he you know he managed to survive the rest of the tournament um his beef is over that Jackie Chun destroyed the moon in the last tournament, and he destroyed the moon for the purpose of um, making sure Goku transforms back from a giant monkey into or giant ape rather into a you know into a little boy again um, because he was you know demolishing everything. But now that there's no longer a moon, he can't revert back. So now his beef from Master, you know Jackie Chun. Sorry, not Master Roshi, Jackie Chun. Completely two different people. Um, now his his beef with Jackie Chun is like, yo, my guy. Yes, I also can't get honeys. Like, you know, this is crazy. Um, I'm going to kill you. But it, it, it's a really one-sided thing, and it ends up being kind of a showcase of what Master Roshi, the kind of skilled, I don't, it's not even like a skilled master, but like the skill like sage, like right. the stage of a human being who's like wise beyond his years. And and it's really something that Tien is watching because Tien has to face him in the next round. And 
someone he has to test his skills against, but he really gets in there and you kind of get to see it's a just as last the last um the the last battle was a showcase of not only the strength but the character of Tien. This kind of was the same for you know Jackie Chan. You kind of see you see him use his sort of abilities to hypnotize Man Wolf using Krillin's Chrome Dome. Um, <laughs> At the end, that's like that was like the horniness respects horniness. Like he didn't have to do that for him. You didn't he didn't have like, to. You know what? <laughs> he was like, you know what? I know how Dude, it I- is. I got you. It, it, you know what? It is what it is. We get that. There's no major result to the battle. It ends up being that Man Wolf gets what he wants. He's back to a real man, and he's kind of like, "All right, now I no longer need to fight. You know, I can, yep. you know, get out of here." And that's kind of how that battle ends. Um, no sweating, no bunch. For whatever reason, shows up and Bojack unbound and ready to go again. So maybe, maybe I don't know. He turned back into a wolf. I feel <laughs> he like turned we, back into a wolf later. I mean, there's still no moon. So unless the moon came back, maybe the moon that was the the Piccolo put it back, bro. Oh Remember? yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Piccolo put it back. That must have. <laughs> I still feel that them blowing up the moon was like that's epic, was, man. That should have ended was, everything. That series should have been over, man. That was a tad bit unnecessary, like you, just you, a little bit. You like, destroy the moon, the whole moon, and kind of cataclysmic. The, the, the tides, the change. way, yeah, the tides are destroying everything. You just yeah, it's a wrap for us. It's a, it's not as believable as you think, but you know what? It's a cartoon, so here's what we're gonna do. Um, but no, Piccolo put them put an artificial moon back. In the air, so it's not a real moon, but he put something up there. Well, wow, Piccolo head on trends like a true black man. That's, mm-hmm. Shout that's out to Piccolo! Shout, Shout out to Piccolo. Piccolo! Um, we get into our next battle, also an interesting battle. Um, Chaozu versus Krillin. And I was it- so happy when Krillin got this moment. Because Chatu was on his ass every single time they saw each other. Well, <laughs> well, they do a little. They do a little preview in terms of it, and you see this like you see this guy sitting who's all bandaged up, and he's all been bandaged up because he's been burned. His skin has been burned from the Dodon ray that's been mm-hmm. used in the preliminaries of the tournament. And I thought that he was got a, fucked up, man. I thought that was a nice touch in terms of like, yo, the danger of this guy because. You look at you look at Chaozu a little bit, and it's like you're unnerved by the fact that he's like this very emotionless kid clown type of deal. But now you actually see, like, yo, this guy is fucking dangerous. Like, he yeah. might burn Krillin to death. Like, you might have to actually watch out. Um, because and, and what's dope is like they kind of saved that moment because they didn't show him in the preliminaries, right? They didn't show any like of him fighting. No. No. So this is yeah. like the first time you really get to see like what this little dude can do. Right. And like here's this dude completely bandaged up. Every like and like bandaged up to the point where servers aren't trying to go near him. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like damn, like he can do this, and now it it adds so much more intensity to the fight because you're like, yo, like I don't know, Kellen got a chance now. Like he's doing this. What's your overall? Um... Thoughts about just this fight, the characters involved, the people, the powers, everything like that. What's everyone sort of two, because two two legends, man, two legends. Chao Su, man, listen, he's done a lot. He's done a lot for this this community, man. I'm tired yeah. of the disrespect, man. Well, 
don't. You know what? Charles I feel like put himself on the line many times, man. He's not but it's also. Respect. I mean, it's also unwarranted. I feel like a lot of times. I feel like he really didn't have to blow himself up against Napa. That's how. Listen, I man. Did. He had to do hey, it. Listen, he had to do it. Sometimes. You got to sacrifice yourself for the homie sometimes, bro. <laughs> Mills, he had to do it, man. It he was, had it to was, do it. But did but... he really? At the end of the day, <laughs> did he really? Charles, he died once. He did. He died once at this point. Now he's died twice. Now he's gone forever. You can't Listen, help that this lit, is his bro. ability, man. Yeah, you can't help this his ability is to explode. That's, he just that's just what he gave himself, man. Oh. the little his little by, by the way, one day we gotta talk about that scene again. Oh, we're little, gonna talk about it. His little sure. his little head turns around and just, <laughs> just looks at the end. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, Crazy. go ahead. Go ahead. Um this battle for me is it's kind of once again, it's an unconventional kind of battle. It, this isn't the sort of martial arts we got in the last tournament, at least not in this sort of round. And I think the last tournament featured a lot of, I mean, you saw Jackie Chun versus Krillin. You saw Nam versus Goku. And a lot of these things were kind of like a fight for their lives. Um, Krillin versus Shoutsu is very, it's like, it's sort of a mental battle. And it's sort of like a battle of like, who's edging it. This isn't so much a battle of, like, fights as it is a battle of, like, fortitude and, like, sort of who is better than the other, just right. in general. Yeah. Um, because there isn't, I don't think, I can remember, there being an actual exchange of blows or anything in this fight. And you kind of get a look at the sort of how Chaozu fights, and he's not really a martial artist at all. No. He's kind of like he's this, a strategist. He's yeah. like this psychic sign of like yeah. Yeah. dangerous someone who uses a lot of powers. This man is Mr. Mime, dude. He's the yeah. first person As, that's like the perfect comparison. He's like Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime he's the first person actively in this series who becomes a main character in the series who can sort of levitate, which is very big. It becomes a thing. It not only becomes a thing, it's just a normal thing after a while. Um, in Dragon Ball Z, they explain it off screen that now everyone can fly except Master Roshi. Everybody can fly. Um, so he's the first one. So it's like this one aerial versus grounded sort of technique. And and it's wild. And they're putting over the sort of the intensity of the Dodon Ray. Um, Dodon Ray, a really understated move now that we think about it. Because it doesn't really get any sort of purpose in dragon ball they need to bring it back yeah. they need to bring it back well it's because somebody, somebody running blame frieza <laughs> frieza ruins a lot of yeah frieza ruins a lot of techniques frieza yeah. like for is, i mean for it's monopolized like, anything coming out of your finger yeah yeah you. you can't even do it but to be fair he does it the best and he's the coolest one to do it so um is, is frieza a culture vulture mm. man that's i don't i don't know you know because to me i feel like Frieza is one of the, you know, first, I'm that motherfucking bad guy around here. I'm the bad guy. Like, the the bad guy. Yeah, it's tough for me to say. I just feel like, you know, Frieza is. Yeah, I don't know. He's such a badass that, like, he probably thinks everything is his anyway. Yeah, I think he noticed it. I'm surprised he hasn't tried to come in anyway. At first, I'm like, you know, he, you know. It's more you of a you made it a hot line, I made it a hot what? song kind yeah, of deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh my god! But um, I mean, Death Ball is really like to me. I look at Death Ball like the the minus to spirit. to Spirit Bomb. You know, so he he has his own little cool. Little, 
um, a lot of this is sort of Krillin kind of fighting himself. And we kind of, a lot of this in terms of the showcase of what this is, we get a showcase of Chaozu and just how scary he is because the the scary part about him is that he's not using martial arts at all in this battle. He has these psychic powers that can stop you in his tracks. He can fly. He can use the Dodon Ray. Um, all these type of things that Krillin is not necessarily prepared for. He came prepared by training with Master Roshi for a martial arts tournament. So now that he's rolling and escaping for his life because he might be burned to death, quite honestly, if this Dodon Ray hits him, it's actually pretty insane now that you think about it, but they give this Krillin this moment of sort of establishing his kind of ingenuity as a fighter. And there's more than one way to sort of win a fight. And it's not always with your fists. Sometimes yeah. it's with your brains. Um, and I think it's cool. Cause you kind of Krillin does have that moment where you, you see the switch in him fighting in a sense like like you said, like a physical martial arts fight, and then now he has to become that strategist. Like, oh crap! Like he has to now start thinking two steps ahead. Right. Mm-hmm. I and, didn't like. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. No, nah, but um, I think seeing that moment is cool though because as much as I actually really love this fight, I think this fight is so good and so funny and so Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but it set you up for like the real underlying fight which is Krillin versus Goku mm. I mean which, yeah 100% I mean like, they give they give Krillin this stronger opponent this opponent where he really has to show off like how much mm-hmm. can he learn as just not just you know as a fighter <laughs> as a martial artist and it's like oh crap like you get that moment like bro like Krillin really grew like Krillin really became much stronger and now it's like you know you see that dynamic like man now how is he going to fare up against Goku, some guy that he, you know, really compares himself to throughout the series? That jumping Kamehameha to me, man, it's, it's a, like it's like it's like a it's like the start of um, taking a technique that's already popular but adding something cool, like right. know, it's a transmission and you know all that fun stuff. Right. And Master Roshi was like, listen, he hasn't mastered the Kamehameha. Like, there's no way he can actually use it. <laughs> Man, he evades the Dodon Ray, jumps up in the air, Kamehameha. He manages to hit Chaozu. It's incredible. It is incredible. Um, But it, but he isn't done. I, I The one thing I didn't like, I didn't like Chaozu. It was like, oh, Chaozu's about to bring out his final technique, and it's like Skull Bash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah it's, it's almost like, I'm like, all right, Ash, no more fucking bolt tackle, all right? Yeah. Bro, I'm tired of Pikachu doing this shit. It's like, oh, you learned his fourth move. It's Skull Bash. It's like a legitimately a spinning headbutt. Um, but he, he, he tries to get it on the crow and again with his psychic techniques and his psychic techniques is kind of what has got him as far as he, his psychic techniques is what got him against Krillin, to be honest with you. I mean, we whipped over it the last episode, but it's really, it's really, um, Chao Tzu who uses kind of his powers to determine the order of this tournament and say like, listen, I want this guy. Listen, you need right. to face this guy, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And you see it sort of previewed in that, but now we see it in a battle form and how dangerous it can be. Krillin almost gets beat here. But eventually, he has to, once again, like we mentioned earlier, he has to make that switch. He's like, listen, it's it's not always about winning fights with your, you know, with your fist. It's not always the strongest who wins. Sometimes it's the most smartest who wins. And him being able to sort of catch him off guard with the math equations was nice. This, this is Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT and Dragon Ball Super in its finest, right? Here. Yeah. Like, they've been doing this type of shit from the beginning and this is a great example of what you're talking about right now 
it's like yeah. what's one plus one? Uh, uh, punch it a gut. What's nine minus one? <laughs> yeah, oh, attraction yeah. and actually, to me, man, revolutionizing you know dialogue and fights, you know, and, and making it okay and interesting to like hit you with that. And it's been in this whole exchange, it was only right. fifteen seconds, you know? right. and they like said a bunch of fucking words and shit, knowing that, <laughs> that wasn't fifteen seconds of fighting. But yeah. Is Chang Tzu a kid? Yeah. I guess he's a kid, right? I don't know, man. What's really a kid in this show? I mean, I guess so. But I mean, they're but, all kids at this point. Well, he'd have to be because, well, yeah, this is true too. And there, there wasn't a, uh, those tournaments weren't separated by age yet. So I guess it doesn't really mm, let matter. Let me see. Let me see. Accordingly, I mean, the, the dates in Dragon Ball are still. Chao Tzu's probably the same age as Goku. Let's man. see. Yeah, Chao Let's see. Chao Tzu's just one of those guys who don't age. Let's see. I'm actually looking it up right now. He was born in age 17, 738. Uh, Goku was mm. born. Let's talk about it. Age. He was born. Oh, a lot of deaths. Um, he was <laughs> born in 737. So Goku is one year older than Chao. <laughs> there there go. you go. Wrap that up. Bro, they did. There you go. I told you. I told Man, you. Man, my dude. Never they didn't even got, try, man. He never got some facial hair or anything like throughout the no. rest of the series. This dude was just literally just what it is, baby. My man died. He died multiple times. He's good. I mean, every at at some point, he's one year younger than Goku. But at some point, Goku and Krillin are all become adults. So I'm assuming he's an adult by proxy. I'm hoping. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just think he's a, yeah. he's a short I mean, adult. It is what it is. Because Krillin's got to be around the same as well, I'm assuming, in that case. So. It's a it's a good battle. It's a good battle between Krillin and, and, and Chaozu. While very unconventional, it kind of it adds to sort of really what the the essence of what Dragon Ball is about, right? Like the sort of entertainment, the sort of comedy, managing to interweave it in a very certain way while staying true to these characters um, and giving other characters that aren't the main character, which is I.E. Goku. Krillin, Krillin was yeah. born seven thirty six. He's, he's one year older than Goku. Krillin's OVO, wow. man. This nigga was born October 29th, man. Okay. Oh, whoa. Give him the OVO chain. OVO okay. Krillin. All right. Okay, I hear that. Oh, Mr. Satan was born on the same day. Hmm. He OVO too. Look, I, I, honestly, you know, you know, once you're on, once you're on, <laughs> once you're on the Dragon Ball Wikipedia, you, you get, you get to these places where like I click on Krillin's birthday <laughs> and then it tells me who else has the same birthday and it's fucking Hercules. So, oh my god, yeah, that's, that's a nice little tidbit. I, yeah, I it is. It's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, during this entire fight, we learn a little bit of backstory that takes this entire sort of battle to a kind of new level. Um, we learn that Goku, um. Well, at least we, we don't learn that Goku, but Tian Shinhan learns that Goku at one point fought um, Mercenary Tao. We learned that Mercenary Tao is Master Shen's brother, and Tian learns that Goku has killed Mercenary Tao. So um, the funniest thing about that exchange is Goku getting real mad that they try to take that kill away from him. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like, man, you want to kill that dude? Like, nigga, yes, I did, cuz. I got like. Like, I killed I him for receipts. real. I got the receipts. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wanted that body, man. He tried to Bro. kill me and my friend, so I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> that's kind of that what body. it is. Like, bro, they were, <laughs> even uh, Jackie Chung, like, he was like, bro, you ain't, you ain't kill him. Like, shut up. Stop talking. It's like, really? Bro. You're my guy. You over here. You discounting me, too? All right, whatever. 
Well, listen, it's because Mercenary Tao, and this is the greatness of Mercenary Tao, and I love Mercenary Tao. Yeah, it's your boy. It's your boy. I love Mercenary Tao. The fact that he flies on a tree is fucking terrible. <laughs> um, it's just, I mean. No, it a, is pretty cool. A boss, a boss way to exit. I can't yeah, even. No, I, no, if, if I could, I would. I can't. But I, <laughs> How you chop your tree off and throw it and then land on it. If to, I could, I would, leave. but I can't. So I, I got to give it all to him. Like, the cleanest exit have in the seen, show. Have you seen? Uh, I, there was a real quick. There's a episode of Pokemon where Team Rocket does something very similar, and I always thought that they did it as an ode. It might be, it might like be. you know, like, you know the whole Team is Rocket. It, is it the first season? Again. I don't remember, but it's the whole like you know Team Rocket blasting off again, but they kind of do it themselves. Mm, interesting. <laughs> and I always found it like I always found it like a little ode. Oh, to that. Listen, through through this battle, so we we learn the sort of family tree and the sort of structure between Master Shed and Mercenary Tao. Um, we learned that Goku kills Mercenary Tao. And Tien tells that to Master Shen, and he can't believe it. So now this is, you kill my brother? Oh, my God. Now you got to die, like, for go. real. Like, it's not even, this isn't a game anymore. Like, people got to die. So it, yeah. takes, it takes the stake of this crane versus turtle rivalry and the two clans to kind of this next level, which we didn't really see in this tournament. And then in... I think it's cool. It puts a little bit, few, a little bit more stakes to it. Um, but also, it's like, you know what? It's cool. I'll give it that. It, it it's cool that it adds. It's sort just of, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It adds. It adds this very like martial artsy sort of element to it, which is this this entire arc is very prone to be very martial artsy. Um, but it adds it this like you killed my brother. Like duh, I have to kill you. Like in very weird subtitles. Um, it doesn't seem like too much you know like it is just enough like extra added on where you're well, like, we've seen multiple animes so <laughs> this is tame man. someone wanting to kill someone because they kill their brother is very tame yeah like, oh yeah like, yeah they, i've they seen way worse <laughs> and uh and they did it and i appreciate them for that like like i said this is like one of my favorite arts just because really it's not it's simple it's, it's not a lot like to it in a sense so Master Shen decides he nah I'm gonna kill Goku in his sleep. Like it's a dub. Like it's a <laughs> We're not we're not waiting. We're not waiting anymore. He killed my brother. Like, do you understand this? He killed my brother. Like RIP mercenary Tao shirts. <laughs> the hashtag is everywhere. RIP Tao, mm-hmm. free my nigga Tao, et cetera, et cetera. Um no, he killed my brother. He's gotta go. So Master, you know, Master Shen in disguise decides he's gonna he's gonna slip out of his apartment. He's gonna break into uh, Goku he didn't and sneak out well though because Tien caught him. Well, Tien to me, Tien is uh, Tien is all. I mean, I don't know why he knows, but he just did. And you know, I don't know. It's very weird. Um, it was weird how they made the third eye too be the one that caught him. Of course, what's, of what's course. the third? You I, need three yeah, eyes, baby. Eye barely does anything. No, that eye. Like, if you if you freeze frame it, that eye is never in the same direction as the other eyes. I promise you. I promise you, it's never. Does the eye is the eye the power of the tri beam? No, he's just or like is a, the tri beam. Just his technique. He's just no, a three-eyed. Human? He's just a what, three-eyed what human. No, no, he's a three-eyed okay, human. He's... It's it's basically okay, okay. through. It, it's he's... so is his parents cousins? No, oh, don't yeah, do that. I'm about to Come say, on, so, I mean, I mean, <laughs> don't do that. Jesus I mean... Christ! <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. 
Oh, I actually know it's it's sad that I it's sad. It depends who you are. That I know kids whose parents are actually cousins. Um so he descended from the three eyed people, is what Dragon Ball Wikia says. Three eyed people, triclops, ancient group of okay, three eyed so, people. So it's his people. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. I, I have no I have no issue if he damn that's Chris man has Cyclops in his blood, son. Yeah. It's actually actually what you said was pretty racist. So uh, whatever, man. J- J- yeah, Jamal. Hey, we 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 all we all, we all have we all have uh, <laughs> we all have uh, we all have something going on. But it's cool. At least he has a certain people. I don't mind the three eye. Like if it's a concept, like like I love Karapika because you know his family has a specific, his tribe has a specific thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so as long as it's like that. But in that case, what's up with Chaosu, man? Where was where, where does guy come from? Man? I can't explain that. He's just a clown. <laughs> Master Shen, he breaks out the apartment, tries to kill Goku. Luckily, Goku sleeps on his side like all normal people. Um, are you a back sleeper or a side sleeper? Just a- oh, nigga, I sleep on my back, bro. Really? Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't sleep on my stomach. First of all, oh no. I, well, if, mm. I, if I sleep on my stomach, if I sleep on my stomach, I usually wake up with a stiff neck. If 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 I'm in bed with a woman, I can sleep on my stomach. Mm. I don't know why. I'll kind of sleep, I'll kind of fall asleep anyway if I'm in the bed with a woman. But, like, as far as me regular on a day to day night, I'm falling asleep on my back. And if I wake up any other way, I probably didn't sleep well. But I also don't snore. I don't snore. Really? Are you sure? I don't. I promise. I heard, I heard people sleep on the back snore. I definitely don't snore. Jamal, uh, how do you sleep? I am, I attempt to sleep on my back. But I always end up on my side. I don't know I, why. I'm gonna I'm, like I'm gonna, I'll fall asleep on my back, but then wake up on my side. I will Man, fall asleep. Man. So here's the thing: I fall asleep on my stomach and wake up on my side. I can't. I've wow. slept on my back. I've slept on my back. I cannot fall asleep on my stomach, bro. I can't. Yeah, I know it's on my back. <laughs> but the rule, the rules, the rules change for naps, which is really strange. Like. A, you know, if I'm allowed a nap on a couch or even in my bed or whatever. I'm on my side. I'm on my side. I, no, no, bro. I can fall asleep almost any way when I'm napping. Oh, but man. I cannot do it. Like, if I was, like, if I fall asleep on my stomach watching the office in my bed as a nap, like, I just gone from where, let me take this nap. Cool. But, bro, if I tried to fall asleep on my stomach, like, going to bed, I will not fall asleep. And it's bro, just I'll one of the weirdest up. things. I don't know why. I've woken up in the dumbest positions, like taking. I a believe nap. it. <laughs> like the absolute dumbest positions, taking a nap. That, like you said, if I attempted to go to sleep like that, like there's no way, no way possible that's happening. I believe it. Yeah, I'm definitely a side sleeper, stomach sleeper. I very rarely slept on my back. It usually results. I usually have to put something <clears throat> on my head or on my face to sleep on my back. Like it's man. weird. It's I weird. Know. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all different, man. Um, anyway, natural back to side sleeper Goku um, evades this maneuver. <laughs> they they cruise out into the streets. It actually gets really really serious. Like they're out in the streets, and he's like legitimately trying to. It, it gets very Scooby Doo esque. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 a little bit. <laughs> where <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Grab his mask. <laughs> 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 uh, the what? Oh, the Cray Master when the the mask <laughs> yeah, falls yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. They don't even show his, but just the silhouette of his face. <laughs> 
It's like, like it, you could see it cold to the face. It's like Master Shen. Like, <laughs> it's like, and I would have killed him too, of course. Um, but now nah, Master Shen is talking a lot of shit, even though he's revealed. He's like, "Yo, you still gotta die. You killed my brother. Still, like, relax." I mean, this is all fair. Um, is they're it, in their uh, under. Did Master Shen have someone talking to him, like, um, like old dog? Like that kills your cousin. No, oh, yeah, like, like it's probably his own personal. It was probably Tian. Personal bandit. <laughs> it was probably. That's why Tian was in full fighting gear. That's what's <laughs> so weird. All right, so let's get to this because everyone's in their underwear naturally. Because yeah, everybody's sweet. in their underwear, but Tian has not. <laughs> he's ready to fucking go. <laughs> Did he sleep in his G? Like he don't you... sleep, man. Tian is an all black Air Force One nigga. Like that is for sure. Do you Tien? think any nigga that sleeps in his fighting outfit? Nah. Do you think Tian could close two eyes and keep the other one open and still get the same amount of rest? Yeah. Uh, think about it. Know. What if he takes an eight hour sleep, leaves the third eye open, closes the other two, sleeps for eight hours? Is he fully energized? I feel like all of this would be all of this could count as disrespectful to the three eyed people. This entire discussion right now. Are there three eyed people? Let's, let's use Google. I've never met a three-eyed person. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are, but like what I mean is like, is it how like it's gotta be rare. It's gotta be rare. It's gotta be a rare. Person. Gotta be rare. So if if you have three eyes and you listen to this podcast, fucking let me know. Cause that is one, it's incredible, and I want to know if uh anything cool comes with it. Well, if you don't have three eyes, your third eye might be open. You know, word to God. Allah. <laughs> um word to God, Allah. Um. So yes, Tien shows up in full fucking fit, full fighting gear. Stops this battle and says, "Listen, Master Shen, you can't kill him now. You need to give me the satisfaction of killing him during the <laughs> tournament." Jesus Christ! And <laughs> shit, I mean, it's like, come on, man. If you pull it up, by means, I mean, he made it. He made that sound so honorable, even though it's like. I don't know, like niggas stay out this business. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you gotta look at the. I mean, the, the situation is like, I guess that. I mean, that's what it's about. If it's a tournament and you can die yeah. in the tournament, I mean, hey, that that's probably a high reward. But where does where does TN's angst come from? Just in yeah, general. That's what, that, but that's what I'm. That's that's my thing. That's my whole thing about his character too. Is like, I mean, like I, I he is really. I, I just feel like he was made to be more. Mm. Like I want. Like, I really wonder. Like. Ultimately, what was the, was the plan deeper than what it turned out to be, or did things just happen? You know, did Dragon Ball become too complex for Tien? You know what I mean? Because oh. like, if you look at his if you look at his design, I'm just sorry. We, we talked about this last week. I mean, he's always one of the most brolic men. He's about the same size. I mean, I I don't want to say the same size, but he he's 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 you know he's a he's a little smaller than Broly. You know when 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 Brawley's up there, but like he he's a big man. You know he looks like the design was meant to, for more. And I wonder if you know when they were working on Z or however writing whatever the case, whatever they were doing, if the the show just became too complex for his character. I feel I like. Think, um, go ahead. Oh, I think that this art they they really probably didn't have a plan because he was already turning soft early in the like. Mm-hmm. I feel too early. Right. And, so you think that the plan was already to kind of like yeah, cut like him off at some point? Yeah, the plan was already to be like, you know what, like, you know, like he, he's going to join the guys and he's going to be a part of the gang. and you Because know. I'm thinking they had Goku turn into, you know, an ape. So 
I'm cu- I mean, I'm I'm assuming maybe the Saiyan stuff was written probably fairly early. I, I, I don't I don't know. They don't have just... plans for it. I, right. I can see them having plans for it already, but not having things, you know, all put together in terms of side characters and how side characters would be a yeah, part Yeah, I was of just it. saying that the ape thing is so distinct with being a Saiyan. I'm just curious if, like, when they wrote episode, when they wrote, you know, the great ape episode, it's like, I wonder, you know, if everything was already, I'm, that's that's the type of stuff you just want to pick people's brains about, you know? Yeah, like, yeah I, I hear what you're saying. So I, I think, I think with Tien, I'll say this, I know from, like, interviews with Akira Toriyama, Akira Toriyama likes Tien a lot. And he stated in various interviews that he wished they did more at Tien. Um, but I think just sort of where the buck kind of stopped at Tien is because he's sort of a character that was kind of like written one type of way. He's really like, he's not a layered, he's not a multidimensional character. He's not someone who like learns to be good and then that's right. it. He's really like this really just like very disciplined martial yeah. artist. Yeah, I mean, so gave him more. he's I mean, not... He's not a character. I think the way he's introduced, he's not a character with a massive ego like a Vegeta. Right. Um, nor is he in, in not powerful or mysterious to that extent. I think he's just. Oh, because um, a lot of things, a lot of things with Dragon Ball doesn't continue, and I think a lot of it is because a lot of it is like they're making these martial arts characters and they're making these sort of characters with these like, Oh, I want to be strong. So I want to be to fight. But I think in Z is where they decided, yo, let's really kind of dive deep and really kind of flesh out these things. You learn about the Saiyans, you learn about people's past, you learn about Piccolo's past, you go to Namek, you go to, you see Frieza who's trying to kill all of them, all these other things where they kind of flesh it out, where the show is kind of this martial arts. So, the TN say is a very, very like one dimensional, which is why I think they didn't necessarily. I mean, could they have written a lot more stuff for him? I think maybe if they decided like, well, let's pair him, let's put him with launch, let's let, let's let's make that sort of a love story or whatever the you know the most unconventional love story of all time. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he's like this kind of like martial arts fighter. Yeah, I think that. One cool thing they could have done with him, and it's going back to like what Jeff was saying, is like he's not really like Vegeta, he had an ego, but he's he kind of has the same Goku motive of I just want to be a really strong fighter, yeah. But but he doesn't they go about it in different ways in terms of Goku is more so just about you no, know, he just wants to beat you, but like, but he doesn't same... have the same personality as Goku, which That's is what true. sets them apart. Goku is a fun-loving Tien kid. Is more of a teacher, yeah, too. You know? If they would have kept growing on that, I felt that Tien's character could have been way could have grown so much more. Like, but even I, after the tournament, but I think his character was limited in that extent. And I think if you start adding more stuff, you end up having to ultimately change the character of Tien. And um, you have to give him a spotless point. You have, too, you know? Right, you have to give him these kind of like these different kind of emotions and also different type of personality and have him act on things in a different way than he would sort of be where he was introduced. I think Tien is a, not to the, you know, not to his own detriment or thing. I mean, it's the people who write him. It's sort of a one dimensional character, mm-hmm. which is why they don't really necessarily continue with him moving forward. I mean, his leg- legitimately his response to like, yo, you know, they trying to, they, you know, let me kill him in the tournament. The fighting yeah. and work, like not like 
yo, let me pop out and really like blast on them. Like, what are we really gonna do? It's not like a a a, a piccolo thing where it's like this huge sort of this huge personality that comes with it. He was like, yo, I fight. That's what I do. I'll kill him in the ring. And it's like, he's the, he's the equivalent of like, if this was WWE, he's equivalent of like a very technical wrestler. Yeah. Who isn't like, might not have the mic skills down, might not have all, all the things down, but he goes in the ring and that's really great what he is, but it doesn't really translate to the next level. That's what I kind of think with right. TN. No, I, I definitely, I definitely feel you. TN, TN is a TN's a goddamn jobber, and it just is what it is. <laughs> he's good at his job. He, he's intelligent. He's more of a teacher now. He's, he's got great, great moves. Have a great design, great technique, great voice. But you um, don't, you, I don't think neither of you guys can say like, yo, I, 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 I connect with TN on a yeah, different I'm level. Not <laughs> T, I'm not copping TN merch. Yeah, nah. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not getting a TN tat. You know, if, no, if there yeah, if there's yeah. somebody out there who has a TN tattoo, you I mean I it, have it nothing but weird. respect. They, but I have nothing but respect JV for them. Junior year they, if they got a TN tattoo. <laughs> they probably they probably really love TN though. You know that that's just their guy. If you really love TN, you also love the Spurs. You also <laughs> your favorite your favorite you know your favorite character in Pokemon might have been Tracy. Like it, you know it. it it just yeah, is what it is. Tracy, man. Why can't we just brought him up, man? I was thinking about him the other day. Of how, I was in the shower thinking about Tracy and how wacky he was. That's what I was Tracy thinking. is a weird character, man. For, weird character. for how much sauce TN got, the most sauceless guys like him. Chelsea. Yeah. Ch- uh, Chelsea. Tracy was way too close to Ash's mom. At near, near. I was like, man, well, go home. I mean, I mean what it. you doing, man? Why are you on a boat with Ash's mom and Professor Oak, man? <laughs> <laughs> Holding the camera, my guy. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I definitely don't like Oak ass being around either. Man. Um, Look at his fucking Oak, grandson, man. Oak just posted in your crib, bro. You yeah, like, oh, it's like, why are you in here? Man? Oh my god! Oh. All right, let, uh, let's wrap things up. Yeah, yeah we're getting round. on subject. Um, Goku versus Pomput. It's pretty one sided. Pompu yeah, comes with a lot of pomp and circumstance. <laughs> is, is that we got the? I like that. Good. Kid, I mean, I does this. I like that a lot, Mark. I mean, Mark. Mark, oh my God. Oh my God. Mills. You know, I've heard you call Mark Mills on the podcast. It's going to happen, bro. Oh my God. Now I feel a different, I feel a type of way. But listen, when Mark does it, when Mark does it, or when I do it to Mark, he he just lets it go because he knows I can't, I can't, I I can't stop that, bro. Listen. You guys both have M's, (laughs) both like Mills, Mark can't do it and i'm not calling you jamil so damn i mean when when i do happen. when i do text you jamil it's because i just got a shiny or like some crazy shit has happened listen you, you could talk about it as well but yes goku owns pomput in a matter of seconds but the way he does it's incredible and you kind of they they, they kind of at the last battle of the first round of the tournament you kind of get to see like yo this like he's he might be like on another level good. It's it's yeah. to the point of like where Jackie Chan Master Roshi is like, yo, he might be like better than me. The one. Yeah, like, I think I think they start that. they he start was... they start sprinkling they start sprinkling that, that Goku shit, man. It's, I feel like, you know, Goku has moments where obviously they the show's trying to show you mm-hmm. excuse me, that he's that special. Is... Yeah, you he's know, light years ahead or like right. They always they him. always try to show it and, and I think this is just another moment of them making sure uh 
how how things go and how things are going to work for him going forward. You know, you get these matches with all these strong people, and then they have to like remind you, like, hey, remember who the top top guy here is? Like, I mean, and they do it. It's kind of an exclamation point at the end of the sentence, right? Because it's Goku in the last battle. Um, everyone sees one punch. It's like, man, he knocked him out in one punch. Whereas, you know, the the true fighters. I th- I don't know if it was Tian or Roshi that kind of pointed it out. Um, it was, was like because he was um. He was responding to Master uh, Master Shin. Right. He was like, yo, he actually, that was like eight punches. Like, that's crazy. Like, he might be much better than I'm giving him credit for, which I think is what Tien says a lot in this thing. He's like, yo, these guys are actually better than the jobbers that I think they are. Um, but that's the end of the first round of determinant. We get the advance. We see Master Roshi, um, Jackie Chan advance, Tien has advance, Krillin has advance, and Goku has advance. And we get an interesting next round to the tournament where we're going to have Jackie Chan versus Tien Shinhan. Interesting battle right there. And then also for the first time ever in this arc, in this in this series, we get Goku versus Krillin. Yeah. Yeah. What Which a great moment. I think is yeah. Amazing moment. Amazing moment. I, you know, you 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 would have thought they would have done it in the previous tournament. I actually looked it up. I was like, "Yo, didn't they do this before?" Nah, I was like, "No, they no, didn't." No, they didn't. Yeah. Whoa. I looked it up too because I thought at first I I thought they did. Like I was thinking about. It. I was like, "Fuck," because I they didn't perform before this. What's going on? I don't know. <sighs> yeah, that was uh, yeah. I think this arc and everything was just a perfect moment for them to pull the trigger on that, especially like them not seeing each other and training for three years, like, and seeing how strong they both got, like, you finally get that, like, you know, these two best friends, you know, finally clashing against each other. Right. Like, this big tournament. Right. And we we get... So, this essentially ends the first round, and we get... We we got a great showcase of everyone in terms of Tian Shinhan. You got to see the brutality of it all. With Master Roshi, Jackie Chun, you kind of got to see, like, whoa, this guy is, like, a sage, kind of on another level. Like, the way he works is he's wise beyond his years, and his powers extend a very long time. Um, With Krillin, you can see that despite even even being at a disadvantage, he has the ability to think his way out of situations. Um, And then you see Goku is just, like, he's just butt-shit strong. And... (laughs) It's gonna be hard to beat this guy because he's just got this natural ability as a for, fighter. For the rest of the series and the next series and the next series and the next one. <laughs> and the next one after that. <laughs> he's just too good. Hey, I'm very happy they did do it this way though, because imagine if they switched it up. Imagine if they had uh Jackie Chun versus Goku again and then had Tien versus Krillin. That doesn't have the same effect. Hmm. This matchups that they have here, no, they, they definitely had to. They had to, uh, to, to push the envelope. They had to push the product for sure. What do you? What would you have thought about? Wait, what? Which matches did you say? Um, it would have been a rematch between Goku and Jackie Chun, and mm. the Cr- versus Krillin. See, I don't know if I'm fully upset with that. I don't know. I want to hear, so, I wanna hear it, why you wouldn't be upset with it. It ends with the same result. I'll say that. Um, well, yeah, definitely. You kind of get to close the chapter on... Because after this, um, 
Jackie Chun effectively like retires. Like he's he's not back. He's not back in the next tournament. He's not back really fighting in any tournament after it ever. To sort of close the sort of chapter on the like, yo, master, fighter, all these type of different things, like how that can that kind of go. Um I think it would have ended up the same result with, you know, Jackie Chun eventually succeeding to Goku. Um but then Krillin versus Tien, I think, is actually the way more interesting fight. I think Krillin fighting for his life, Tien pulling out all these techniques, seeing that he can't necessarily, you know, Krillin trying to think his way out of certain things. Tien kind of showcasing even... We we see the power in Tien versus Master Roshi, which we'll talk about in the next episode. We see the power there, but I don't think we'll see... I don't think we... I think we would see even more if he faced Krillin because Krillin would be going all out. I think yeah, Jackie Chun kind of the held. Desperation would be different. Yeah, yeah. Jackie Chun kind of held back in a sense, and we'll we'll get into that next episode, like I said. But Jackie Chun kind of held back in a sense because at the end of the day, his he wasn't trying to win this match. He was just trying to convert Tn. Yeah. Um, whereas Krillin, they're going balls to the wall. They're trying to fight for to win this match you just saw krillin krillin just saw his you know one of his friends get his legs broken he's trying to avoid that and also kind of repay him for that as well um, that's fair Def- yeah. I, the desperation is definitely different yeah yeah i'll say the desperation is different but i think it kind of un it will undo a bit what they did with krillin in the round before mm. so how strong they made krillin look i think that will lessen of him losing to Tien, well, you him losing to Goku, you can have him lose strong. So when you, I'd say this in terms of just the Goku versus uh, Tien vote. Goku start booking. He booking Goku now. versus Krillin. Well, yeah, 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 you can you can make Krillin look strong in defeat to Tien, <laughs> but when you when you have him getting beat by Goku, now that separation that, is that, drawn. Yeah, now that is, forever. Yeah, everything's changed. Yeah, everything's changed now. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't get that like even the next tournament, the 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 next world tournament after that, you get Goku versus Tien, mm-hmm. and the, it's just different from there on out. Like Goku, Tien never catches up to Goku ever again, and it's even actually kind of embarrassing the way he loses to Goku. He, I mean, he gets his pants thrown down to the ground. Like he, <laughs> you know. Goku decides I'm gonna take off my shirt and I'm immediately cha- faster and stronger. Things yeah. change, man. Yeah. Things change really yeah. fast. Yeah, it, it, it gets really, really wild. So when you when you put that in, I think the way if they did Goku versus Master Roshi, you kind of leave the mystery of like, okay, maybe Krillin gets stronger. They fight in the next tournament, and that's kind of where you see it. It kind of like finally build to a thing. And if you get Master Roshi, Master Roshi's retiring anyway. He's doing his last match. He's he's getting his send off anyway, and this is a good way to send it off without hurting anybody else. I think, I think the Goku versus uh, Master Roshi. Only reason why I don't like that because I think it's better for Master Roshi to like his shining thing is that he beat Goku and Goku never beat him. Mm. Like Goku didn't get that. That's true. And that's something that he can just hang his hat on, and like something that the master um, is the master, and that is the master. Master, like simple as thing. Even though, like, they all know he did, but it's like you know, I still beat Goku. Goku didn't beat me, type thing, right? Um, and I still think though that you also still get that student passing the teacher, or like 
he still gets that moment where it's like he's giving his pieces of wisdom. Mm. Like, he still looks like that teacher against Tien. Right. Right. You know, and so you, you get that kind of best of both worlds of, you know, he has this great thing he can hang his hat on, but like even in defeat, he still looks like this, you know, grand, wise old master. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he does look that. And I mean, and, and that's kind of what happened. We got to look forward to that. The next episode, where we start breaking down the matches and round two of the tournament. Uh, yeah, this was, we're getting there, man. We're, we're yeah, getting bro. there. Want to thank Jamal for coming by to the lookout for the, you know, his inaugural episode. You will, you probably be back. you coming back, man. You coming back? Be, oh be back. yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. You'll be I'm back. I'm so happy. I Jamal. was like looking forward to this all week. So this is. Yeah, I was I was prepping. Like I was taking notes. I was rewatching episodes. I was catching little things. Like, oh yeah, bring that up, bring that up. I was like Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Dragon Ball. Oh my God, Jamal, where could they find you and follow you? Um, find me on Twitter at Jamal S L M. J A M A L S L M on Twitter. Um, nice. I don't have an IG yet, so that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Shout out to Robbie. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, hey, Jamal is RNC, so don't get it twisted. Okay. <laughs> Thank don't you. Get this shit I, twisted. I, I Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> it is. It is a fact. It is a fact. Jamal is RNC, so AKA anybody on the fucking timeline. It don't matter anyways because I told Mills. I told Mills a few weeks ago after I had to uh, erase that dude from existence. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I like, I was like, yeah. I saw Jamal's on my side, so I, I see everything, bro. So don't worry. But when bro, I, listen, I saw that, hey, I was homie like, got cool. on real disrespectful. Yeah, he acted out a little hey, bit. Man. Yeah, I didn't you know, know he was from Florida until he said the fam you thing. I was like, hold on, hope he got. Hold on, man. Nigga better watch his mouth, man. Hey, watch your mouth if you still listen to our show, bitch. But yeah, we gotta we gotta go, man. We gotta go, man. But you bring this negativity to the podcast, man. It's Goku's fault. It's TN fault, man. It's TN fault. You got that you got that energy in you, man. You kill my brother. Next time I see you. Kill my brother. Listen, it's the RNC thing. You can follow (laughs) RNC Radio at RNC Radio Live on Twitter. You can follow us at RNC Radio on Instagram. Make sure you put the follow on the Instagram if you want to stay, you know, up to date on sort of the shows that dropped. Um, that's a really clear sort of channel of just like yo. You want to know when shows drop? Follow the Instagram. So I suggest you follow the Instagram. Um, you can follow the lookout on Instagram at the lookout.db on Instagram. Make sure to yep. follow that. We continue to put up some cool pictures and all the yes, cool sir. shit. Um, you can continue just to follow everything, man. Everything is going to be a good week. I mean, it currently is a good week on RNC. Damn. I mean, we it's RNC decade week. Um, mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of this shit popping up. A lot of things are happening this week, so make sure you stay tuned. It's very, very fun. Um, we got a couple more episodes left. Really, this is not a long season, so make sure you stay tuned. Every episode is very pertinent. It's, it's, right. it's very important. You listen to each episode because it's going to be gone right before you know it, man. This is not a long arc. But until then, I am Meals. Follow yeah. me at M E E L Z T V on Twitter. That's Meals TV. You can follow Jeff at the Old Newsboy. Yep. Actually, at Old Newsboy, I at didn't. I, Newsboy. I didn't mean to put the man. Not really the, but it's, it's okay. Not the, yeah, you yeah, can follow right. him at Old. You know, I was feeling myself a real bit. Old Newsboy, um, Platinum Chanel boy, whatever, whatever. If that is, pops so. up, you know you're in the right place. You can hit the follow yeah. button right there, um, and follow just everyone RNC man. Follow Jamal. Follow everybody. We got a lot more Dragon Ball to talk. Just stay tuned. <laughs> we will be back. See you guys next time. Yeah. Peace.